everybody. So we're so excited. Summer box office is starting really early this year <laughs> in April. You didn't know that April was the summer, but now you do. And uh, my friend Conrado is here with me to give our predictions for the box office for what we think will be the top 10 of the box office for the summer 2018 uh, season. So uh, Conrado, you want to say hi? Hello, everyone. We are here, ready to uh, be wrong, I guess. Yeah, because <laughs> this is our second year doing this and uh, uh, on the podcast, and you've done it uh, many years on your blog, uh, and uh, you, you don't have you had a pretty good, pretty good list though last year. Um, I yeah, I had nine out of the ten that ended up in the in the top ten. It was yeah. just all over the place in terms of where I ranked them. Yeah, I ended up I think with eight out of ten because mm -hmm. I I went with uh I was so close. I went with a uh, rough night instead of girls trip. Mm -hmm. <sighs> wrong, right. wrong girls, mm -hmm. uh, girls movie. But at least for me in this this year. I really thought it was pretty uh, cut and dry as far as my top 10. I, I didn't have a lot of, I don't know, it was, it was pretty easy actually for me. And uh, especially once I sort of, I, I kind of, I tried to find a comparable movie to compare. I, I tried to kind of get an idea of what I thought the actual returns would be. And uh, so uh yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see if it pulls out that way but i i don't know i didn't have a whole lot of honorable mentions or dark horses or what you might say so uh, um yeah. yeah i think looking at my list i feel like um it's not a very exciting year in terms of new or exciting mm -hmm. uh movies i feel like i was trying to find something that would sort of caught people's attention the way that yeah. Wonder Woman did or maybe Gardens of the Galaxy a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of sequels, a lot of things that are sort of expected. Yeah. So it looks like, a you know, it was easy to see what's going to end up in the top 10. It's just a matter of who ends up first and who comes in second. Yeah, it's true. Actually, now that I think about it, nine out of the 10 films that I picked are sequels or spinoffs of some kind. I think, let me see. I think all of the ones I picked are sequels or spin-offs of some kind. Yeah. And I think I have a single original movie now that so. I look at it. <laughs> so, well, there we yeah. go. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Indies will, uh, will save us this summer, give us some more original stuff. But, but anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. So these aren't necessarily like our most anticipated by any means. Uh, They're not. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. But they are what we think will make the most money right and that's uh, also fun yeah so uh, let's get started let's uh, we're gonna start at the top and then and go down from there uh so i have to admit before when i was first thinking of doing this list i did i did not have avengers infinity war at number one on my list but then because we've talked about it before that mm -hmm. you always seem to put Marvel at the top of your list and then they never seem to be the number one, mm -hmm. but the pre-sales are just so massive. They're saying that it's, it's more than all 
seven of the last of uh, uh, seven of the last marvel movies combined and oh. uh people are predicting 250 million dollar opening weekend for it i mean it's just more than to be honest i mean obviously it's gonna do well i'm not dumb but i i've been kind of surprised uh by this just massive uh, pre-sales and so i actually i could see this this having a similar box office to the last jedi uh, i think oh. it'll open super big like last jedi and it depends on if people like it or if it's divisive like last jedi to to see how what kind of legs it has um because it really, a... it, yeah it really doesn't have anything competing with it until deadpool 2 as far as this superhero movies and it's still coming off of that black panther which was you know this massive hit uh so i could see it making somewhere in the realm of 620 million dollars which is what last yeah. jedi made yeah and that would definitely put it at number one i think yeah, yeah. um so that's I, I so you have a i have avengers infinity war at number two all okay. right um, I agree with almost everything that you said. Um, I could also see it being a big hit out of the gate and then dropping off a little bit. And that's one of the reasons I put it at number two, just because I feel maybe this is just, I'm going and basing my, my predictions in too much of a personal taste. I don't really feel that excited about Infinity War, but I know that a lot of people are. So that's maybe clouding my judgment. But the second reason is also something that you said, the fact that I, year after year I put Marvel at number one and they never are at number one. So just see me put them at number two finally and <laughs> they will end up at number one probably. But I, I just couldn't do it one more year. It's just, yeah. that would just be too stubborn and too dumb or perhaps not dumb enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to put my number two pick as my number one pick man those pre-sales it just i just couldn't i don't know but uh so what do you have at number one right so i wonder if my number one is your number two my number one is uh the incredibles two yeah yeah, yeah. and i think the idea here is that it would do something similar to what finding dory did a couple of years ago yeah um that would put it around 480 million maybe up to 500 um it's a family movie uh it's coming out at a time where there are not a lot of other animated movies or family movies like you know strictly for young children coming out so that might help it mm -hmm. um it's also got this sort of semi-nostalgia factor that helped finding dory everyone who saw the original incredibles and is now an adult or a teenager and their kids uh, I feel like there's a lot of people who will be interested in seeing the movie. The only thing that makes me hesitant is the fact that the original Incredibles didn't do as well as Finding Nemo did back in its day. Mm -hmm. Back then, Finding Nemo was the most successful Pixar movie when it came out. And the Incredibles did really well, but it did less money than, you know, Finding Nemo. I guess it was the second most successful, but... Uh, I wonder if the excitement is quite on the same level. If the movies are equally beloved, I am not the person to judge that because I love The Incredibles. But um, I don't know. That's the only thing that I'm wondering about. 
Yeah, I have uh, Incredibles 2 at uh, number two. And we should say, I guess, that we're doing, this is just domestic, not international box office predictions because you can't really do international because some things don't open until the fall internationally uh, of these films that we're talking about. So you kind of have to and, do domestic. Yeah, and in some places in the world, it is not summer, it's winter. So, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's dirty. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, I have Incredibles to it. And number two, I agree with you. I think Finding Dory is the, is the comparison. It made $486 million. And I, I actually feel like The Incredibles 2 could make even more. That was a pretty cluttered, uh, when Finding Dory came out, that was a pretty cluttered season for animation and, hmm. and family programming. I mean, uh, and so I think that in this, uh, this summer is really not, there's not a, not a ton. And, uh, I think that people are really excited for it and I think it'll probably be good. You know, I, I can't imagine it being terrible at least. Yeah. And even if it is sort of whatever or forgettable, you know, I would argue that Finding Dory was also kind of forgettable and not particularly great, and it still made a lot of money. I don't think it has to be groundbreaking yeah. in that way. Yeah, it just has to be entertaining enough to get people to come. And yep. uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't love the first trailer. The second trailer just had aired uh, just this week, um, and it was, I thought, much better. Uh, but I, I certainly think nothing in the marketing is like scared people away or anything like that. So I just don't see any reason why it wouldn't do as well as finding Dory, if not a little better. Uh, Cause I do think it, it, it appeals to maybe even a wider demographic than finding Dory. Uh, yeah. did. Uh, Cause it certainly will still appeal to the kids, but there's some grown up themes in Incredibles that, uh, that um, could be, appealing to the adults as, and superheroes are just so big but yeah i think it'll make around around uh 475 to 500 million dollars mm-hmm. i would say the same thing i have a number one yeah um what do you have in number do you have infinity war number two have infinity war number yeah. two and you have incredibles at number two yeah 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 so all right so let's yeah. move on <laughs> okay <To> number three <laughs> yeah so number three i have jurassic world fallen kingdom and uh the first jurassic world made 652 million dollars which is just insanity um but uh, i think this one will make less and i think it'll be a close tie between my number four uh but hmm. uh i think it'll make in the 500 million dollar ish range uh wow I know, I that's still a lot of money i know uh people love those dinosaurs they just love the like i don't know i i, I haven't been impressed with the trailers i didn't like the first movie but i feel like i'm in uh in the minority and yeah. uh, i think that people will go see it so well here's what i'm thinking about jurassic world uh I think there's a lot of people who didn't like the first movie. I think the more we uh, move away from the actual release of the movie, the more people come out to say, it actually wasn't that good. I didn't really like it that yeah. much. And I think, 
another factor is the fact that I think the movie is going to be bad. So I think the movie might open big, but I think it's going to be a big disappointment considering how well the first movie did. Kind of what what happened with the Chronicles of Narnia way back, in which the first movie did a lot of money, and then the second movie people were just kind of not very interested. And I think that's what we're going to see from Jurassic World. I don't have it at number three. I have it uh, down at number five. So it's mm. still making, I think it could go up to the 300 million levels, uh, but just not enough to be number three and just, you know, uh, bad enough to be considered a disappointment is what I'm mm. predicting for that one. Interesting. I mean, I, I do feel like, because when I first said I didn't really like the, Jurassic World, I got tons of pushback on it that, you know, oh, why can't you just turn off your brain and have fun and hmm. fun at the movies and blah, blah, blah. But I, I feel like now there are a lot more people who are in my camp that it wasn't a good movie. Uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just, uh, I just think it'll be, people seem to be able to like, have this like whether it's the kong skull island which i also didn't like people uh seem to like these type of disaster movies but i yeah it'll be interesting to see so what do you have at number three my number three is uh solo a star wars story mm, yeah. um which is i think one of the hard ones to predict how well it's going to do this year um because on the one hand, it is a Star Wars movie, and those we know make a lot of money. On the other hand, there seems to be a lot of pushback a bit against this yeah. particular movie. People seem to be, you know, doubtful that they can capture the magic of Harrison Ford, I guess. And Han Solo is such a beloved character. But the thing is also that you know that everyone who's complaining about it is going to go see the movie, and everyone who is a Star Wars fan is going to go see the movie. And that's the thing about this big franchises is that even when they do something that pisses off the fans, they will still go see it because they're the fans, you know, they need to know what's going on just to have a conversation about it, which is what they love to do the most. Mm -hmm. Um, It it takes a little while to get to the point of the uh, fifth Jurassic, um, to get to the fifth Transformers movie. Yeah. And even then, Star Wars fandom is on a whole other level than yeah, Transformers yeah. fandom. You know, it's like the biggest fandom in movie, U.S. movie history, yeah. I would say. Um, yeah, so Star Wars movies make a lot of money, which makes me think it it might end up being the least uh, successful commercially of the Star Wars movies, but that would still put it in around the $300 million range, and that could be enough to be in number three. I think it's going to do more than that you know i see it at 350 or maybe even 400 which you know that that alone will get you a spot at the top so yeah i mean i have uh uh, solo at fourth uh Uh the uh uh, i i was going off of rogue one as my comparison yeah uh, which was another one that was sort of risky and and different and things i i think there's more sort of ill will against solo than there was going into rogue one uh but um i mean rogue one made 532 million dollars uh i certainly don't think Uh solo will make that much but uh it it depends on if uh, i i feel like if there's sort of 
if, if people, if it's divisive, then I, I think you'll really see if Solo is, is divisive to not very well received, that the one that I think that'll really show, I think that Solo will do fine as far as the box office, but I think that the, the next one will be the one that could really show a noticeable dip uh, because yeah. you've had Last Jedi being divisive, then you have, uh, and then you have Solo. And then I think the third one could be where you finally see at the box office. Mm. But yeah, I have it at fourth place. Uh, are you personally excited for it or no? Um, not really. I think that's another thing about it is something that might work against it is the fact that we're getting so many Star Wars movies yeah. so close to each other, right? I think Rogue One did so well, partially because it was coming off Force Awakens and it was coming off a a drought of Star Wars stuff. And now we've had three years with three movies. The last movie we just saw in December, you know? Yeah. We haven't even waited a full year until to see Solo. So I think that's just too much Star Wars for me too soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. It's true. Uh and but I'm actually I'm I'm a fan of the Ron Howard change because for me I feel like personally that Star Wars is best in the hands of like what I call old school directors with sort of a an old school mentality to them, like classic blockbuster kind of fare. I don't really want a whole lot of like experimentation and stuff with my Star Wars personally. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the choice and I, I, I'm curious to see what he, he does with it. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and I thought the trailers were fine. I haven't hated them, but, uh, but yeah, I'm not like super excited, but I'm not like, Oh, it's going to be the worst movie ever. So we'll hmm. see. I'm certainly more excited for solo than Jurassic world too. That's yeah. Sure. But anyway, okay. So what is your number four? Uh, my number four is Deadpool 2. Mm, okay. Um, which I also think, so this is another hard one for me. I could see it being the biggest movie of the summer somehow. Um, somehow being the one that captures the zeitgeist and becomes the biggest hit. I could also see it being a big disappointment. Yeah. compared to the first one people saying it's just more of the same or it's not as good it's not as funny whatever i personally think the first one is a crime against humanity but you know <laughs> there's people who love it and yeah. it made a lot of money 360 i think around yeah. there yeah 363 million dollars yeah but it was coming out in february now it's come to play in the you know major leagues summer, yeah. in the summer um a couple weeks after Avengers, a, a week before Solo. So it's, you know, it's got a lot of tough competition around it. I still think it will crack around 300, maybe a little less. I think it'll make less money than the first one. Um, but, you know, just enough to be considered still kind of a hit, even if a little disappointing, number four. Yeah. I have the uh, Deadpool 2 at number five. So we're pretty close on these top five. I mean, so we have the same five, just in different order, huh? Yeah. And uh, and so I guess I agree with you that I think it won't do quite as well as the first movie. But where I was going off of uh, in this prediction is I I looked at something like The Kingsman Two. 
mm. uh, that uh, was in general f- was a disappointment it seems like from people that loved the first one and did 128 domestic and the second one did 100 so you know oh, close okay. to it yeah so um, oh yeah, yeah so i i accidentally wrote down the wrong one sorry but anyway and so you look at even though it was a disappointment it still did pretty it still did close to as well as the Mm-hmm. first one so that's what i was, I was kind of going off of yeah. um and so i think that yeah it'll uh it'll make in there somewhere around the uh i don't know 300 million dollar range mm-hmm. that's yeah you that's exactly what i'm thinking as well and the kingsman comparison is also uh you know one that i would agree with so number six for me is ant-man and the wasp by his number six uh first ant-man made 180 million dollars uh i think this will actually do a little bit better this is over the july 4th weekend i think that the uh you have a female character taking the he has a co kind of co-lead or whatever this time i think that if you look at what spider-man homecoming did over the july 4th weekend uh i mean obviously ant-man sequel is not gonna do as well as a new spider-man movie but i don't Mm -hmm. know i just thought spider-man homecoming made 334 million dollars and i don't know i could just see ant-man and the wasp making somewhere around 210 million dollars that seems about right to me as well i also put it i think i can make around 200 tops i don't think it's going to be much less successful than the first ant-man which was like you say 180 so somewhere between 180 and 200 is enough to be in the top 10 for sure i have it at number seven not number six but you know uh pretty close and the only thing that i'm uh sort of wondering about this one is if it's gonna feel a little you know anticlimactic after the huge avengers thing and who knows, maybe the Avengers is like a huge uh, sort of cre- uh, cre- um, creative disappointment or something. And then people aren't quite as excited to go see Ant-Man. I don't know. It'll probably do fine because the Marvel movies always do well. Um, yeah. So I think 200 is a good guess. Yeah. Uh, so what do you have at six? My number six is Mission Impossible Fallout, which is coming out also in July and it's the fifth movie in the Mission Impossible no sixth movie in the Mission Impossible franchise which seems to do really well over and over again Um, this might be a little wishful thinking because I am a fan of the Mission Impossible movies and I want it to be good and I want it to do well and I'm excited for it so I might be overreaching a little bit here but I think 200 million is not out of the question for for this movie um yeah Yeah, i I have it in number seven so i'm totally with you i the last one made 195 million Mm -hmm. and i think this will be about the same you know yeah that's awful unless people hate it for some reason but i doubt it i mean i don't see this being a mummy or something like that like it looks it looks entertaining yeah and i think they have uh struck upon a pretty successful formula of you know spy uh plot and then have tom cruise do some crazy stunt and you know falling off a plane or something and seems like people are interested i know i am i enjoy watching them so yeah 
me too i i didn't love the last one as much as seemed like ever people did i liked it but i i, I liked personally ghost protocol better uh but that's just me uh um, but i, I yeah. yeah i would say so too but i i also i only started really liking the movies with ghost protocol mm-hmm. which i think it's the case for a number of you know at least a certain generation of of people who go to the movies might have started with mm-hmm. ghost protocol and yeah. really gotten into it because I, I i feel like i saw the other ones but it really wasn't into them but you know yeah i think they kind of tweak the formula kind of like how the fast and furious movies at one point yeah. kind of found their own formula and now they're going strong yeah the fifth one yeah uh, so yeah i have mission impossible fallout at number seven mm-hmm. number eight for me is hotel transylvania three and okay. this movie so the last one made 169 million dollars i was kind of surprised when they took this series off of their september home that they've had the mm. two have been released in september and they've done really well uh for themselves in september so i was kind of surprised when they when they moved this up to the summer uh it makes sense given the plot is about a summer vacation i mean i guess it makes yeah sense. although who knows what came first the plot or the release date yeah. you know <laughs> yeah fair that's fair um i these i think these movies are fine they're not like i certainly prefer them over the minions personally but yeah. um they're they're fine they're not horrible they're they're you know genny car tarkowski he knows how to make an entertaining enough animation. yeah and he's such a great animator i wish yeah he could make something other than hotel transylvania maybe the third one would be finally the one that releases him and lets him do something of his own right exactly uh so i don't know i think this will probably make 150 million dollar range mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking as well and it's my number nine okay okay so do you have what do you have number eight number eight for me is uh oceans eight ah which yeah. is i think uh i mean the oceans movies tend to do well um they tend to crack a hundred million but not go too far over um the first oceans 11 is the most successful one and i think the sequels uh weren't quite as exciting but i think the new this new idea of having an all-female cast and you know kind of bringing some new excitement to it uh might help it uh, crack 150 maybe more this is one of the ones that i feel like it could end up being some like a you know exciting hit it's the movie i'm most excited about so i wanted to do well i think a lot of people could get excited by it i think the trailers make it looks great yeah it is i think the trailers have been amazing i have it at number 10 mm-hmm. so quite as confident of you on it as far as the box office but uh but yeah i i think it looks really fun really entertaining and uh, you know you figure the last oceans movie made 117 million dollars and it wasn't very good uh mm-hmm. and uh and you figure even ghostbusters with all the negative whatever made mm-hmm. 128 million dollars mm-hmm. i think yeah i mean i'm counting on the fact that i think this movie is going to be good and i think people are going to be excited about it and i think people are going to go back to see it 
and it's going to have a certain word of mouth. It also strikes me as the sort of movie that can, you know, excite an older audience, people who don't go in the first weekend, but might hear about it and get curious and go to see it and have a lot of fun. So I think we might have legs and that's why I'm thinking it ends up at number eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I really do. Um, so I have for number nine on my ranking, I have Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just figured San Andreas made $155 million. Uh, and this looks like the similar people liked these movies with The Rock for the most part. The Rock is a star. The Rock is a yeah. huge star. I don't know if like there could be some pushback if, if people don't like Rampage, which seems like somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. Uh, but I don't know. I just I could see it making around 150 million dollars yeah yeah i could see it as well um i don't know i have it right outside my top 10 okay um but i think it could have easily made it i think it can easily make 150 and that would put it in the you know in the list um let's see what happens with rampage seems like it has bad reviews mostly yeah and i don't know if it's gonna do that well but then again you know the rock has had some missteps and then he suddenly comes back yeah and um, look at jumanji. jumanji was huge, huge and that came after baywatch which was a huge disappointment right right um so you know and he's always got the fast and furious movies to fall back on so yeah i think it's gonna be all right yeah <laughs> nobody feels too sorry for the rock um so what do you have at nine my number nine, and this is one that I I kind of struggled to find the number. Oh, no, sorry. My number nine is Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And then my number 10 is one that I sort of, uh, to fill out the list, I went back and forth. I thought of Skyscraper. I thought of some other movies. I don't want to say them in case you have them in your list. I don't want to spoil it. But the one that I ended up going with, which I think could be a huge hit, or could be a huge disappointment is uh, Disney's Christopher Robin. Does that come out this summer? I thought that was until the fall. It comes out in August, so late summer. Oh, okay. Um, Disney's Christopher. Let me see. It comes out on August third. Uh, oh, so I didn't realize that. Okay. It technically counts, and yeah. I don't know what if you have an idea of how much it's gonna make. Because I could see it making huge numbers being that it's a Disney live action remake and those do really well, or I could see doing sort of Pete's Dragon money, which would be, you know, fine, but not huge. Yeah, I didn't even think about this one because for some reason I had in my head that it was a November release, but you're right, August 3rd. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I could see it going going either way, going uh, and being a, a, a hit uh, or it being, um, being a like peach dragon which did fine for the budget but uh it uh it wasn't a wasn't a big hit like these other remakes but yeah, i think also when yeah and i think winnie the pooh is a much more well-known and beloved property than peach dragon yeah, right i feel yeah. like kids to this day know who winnie the pooh is even small children and they were gonna want to see it man oh, i wish i'd put it on my list <laughs> uh i uh I'm I'm actually looking forward to this one. Like you and I are not that big a fan of these remakes, but I don't know. I feel like this is more sort of an adaptation 
than like a remake you know uh, yeah well definitely it's not like they're remaking the original winnie the pooh necessarily um it's sort of like you know um yeah it feels like a new take on it yeah 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 that's so it's almost like it's it. it's basically like hook but with winnie the pooh instead of peter pan right yeah. mm-hmm. kind of um and i think it could work i mean the the bear looks so cute yeah and i think that's what it'll, they're counting on a lot of people might go just because of that. I think I might go just because of that. <laughs> well, and Jim Cummings is they they got him to do the voice like that. Mm-hmm. As you hear him talk, it's like oh, so yeah, that's darn it. That's a good pick. I, I, I that's really good. And so yeah, that'll be interesting to see where it comes out. I some I guess I I thought about because I felt like oh. I took no risk. My list is super safe. I, I, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, ugh. but I don't know. I, I couldn't really, I looked to see if there was like a horror release that could end up surprising, like something yeah. like the conjuring. Well, that wasn't really a surprise, but like the conjuring two or, yeah. but the know, first conjuring was a surprise. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I didn't really see anything there, uh, mm-hmm. but I could maybe if it's, if it's surprising, maybe see Mamma Mia too. Well, that's the other one that I was thinking of and the other one that I'm wondering if it's going to do well or not. Um, Cause the first one did really well. Yeah. 144 million. Um, but I don't know. I just can't gauge if people are actually excited about this one. I think people, a lot of people think the first one wasn't a good movie, but then there's a lot of people who might be, uh, you know, fans of it. Like my mom is a huge fan of the first Mamma Mia. And I think a lot of older people might be as well, you know, people yeah. who like grew up with ABBA and whatever. Um, so I could see it doing well. I could also see it being a huge, huge flop. So yeah. that's why I kind of too risky to put in the top 10, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, kind of excited for it because i guess the first one's a bit of a guilty pleasure like i know it's not like a a good movie but like i just enjoy it yeah and it's kind of crazy i just saw it again uh, recently and it's a it's almost it's crazy it's like an insane movie at times it's so like you know campy and weird i i enjoy it as well uh the only thing about the second one is uh, no Meryl or very little Meryl from what it looks like. Yeah. In the trailers. And that might be also a thing that, you know, doesn't help it make money. Yeah. I mean, she's no guarantee of like box office success, something like, uh, you know, the giver or something like that, you know. That's, right. That's- but I think if you, if you court the right audience with a Meryl movie, they'll show up like a yeah. Florence Foster Jenkins or, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you yeah. go after the audience who loves Meryl, they will show up for her. Yeah, or that um rocker movie, I forget. Yeah, what, yeah, what that one yeah, that did all right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That I and it's got share. Yeah, so that's the other thing. You trade in Meryl for share, although yeah. it also seems like share is only in in the movie for for like you know for a little bit. So. That's, that's i'm just saying there's a lot of lily james in the trailer and not that much meryl or share so yeah so that'll be interesting that's one i i i thought maybe it might but i can't imagine it doing better than ocean's first one. and yeah i don't know i just couldn't imagine it doing better than hotel transylvania 3 uh or 
I mean, Skyscraper, I guess, is the one pick that could, could fall through, it. I guess. It could be my mummy. Last mm. year, the mummy ruined me. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it could be my mummy from this year. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't see a whole lot of other ones that I thought, oh, that's a contender. Do, do, what, do, do you have any others that were your dark horses? I have a couple of dark horses. Um, ultimately, I don't think they'll make quite enough money to crack the top 10 just because we have so many huge franchises coming out this summer that it's going to be hard for any like smaller movie to make it to the top. But um, one of them is a horror movie, Hereditary, which came out of Sundance and has a lot of good buzz. It stars Tony Collette. Mm. And, you know, you were just saying how uh, sort of horror movies somehow become you know, surprise hits. And I think horror has had a good time for a couple of years now. We've seemed to be in a wave of big horror movies, sort of, you know, mm -hmm. Get Out, Split, and yeah. now uh, A Quiet Place. They all are doing really well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Hereditary uh, joins that mm -hmm. club. The others that I have, or do you have something to say about well, it? And No, I that, that would be really interesting to see. I hadn't thought of that as... A breakout i but yeah you make good points um one that i could see surprising people and i i don't think it'll get to the top 10 but um is uh, eighth grade that that's in oh. July. and that's yeah. such a good movie and it is rated r uh mm. so but um but it's it's really a great film i loved it at sundance i thought it was personally even better than ladybird uh mm. But I don't know. I just I thought it was so funny and so true and and it's so sweet, <laughs> uh, and uh, in a way that a lot of times these coming of age movies are a little too caustic for my personal taste. Hmm. Um, and I just I loved it. So I could see that one taking off. It's really good. yeah. Well, it's it's hard because the box office has sort of developed in a way in which you know only huge movies make huge money. I remember back in the day you know, like 10 years ago, you could have a small indie like Juno crack $100 million, which seems almost impossible to do now. Yeah. Um, so well, that's what's interesting is a lot of times these big blockbusters, though, yeah, they make they make big money, but then they don't actually even actually make, make a profit. You know, right. something like uh, Star Trek Beyond, Ghostbusters, you know, things like will be in the top 10. But if you look at the nuts and bolts of it, they actually haven't made a profit or much of a profit. Yeah. Um, where um, you might have something like, I don't know, like a Peach Dragon or something, which on the surface seems like a failure, but actually mm -hmm. because the budget was so small, it actually did fine. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Or, so it's or, a weird thing. Yeah. Or a smaller movie like Lady Bird, which you just talked about that, you know, makes a $50 million and that's like 50 times its budget you know what right, i mean right, it's, right, it's a huge right. success in a smaller scale mm -hmm. anyway having a couple other dark horses yeah. which i think could be sort of uh, surprise hits that serve you know undeserved audiences sort of how uh girl strip became a huge hit last year yeah. possibly because you know uh black women felt like they finally got a movie for themselves There's, right right and i'm thinking of two movies that well the first one people say that it looks terrible and i saw the trailer and i thought it was okay but probably not that great but it has a big 
Latin American star in it, and that's the Overboard remake with Anna Faris. Yeah. Um, which, you know, most people, I haven't even seen the first Overboard, and most people seem to be completely appalled by the idea of this remake uh, because they feel like it looks terrible. But, you know, uh, it can make some money, I think. Yeah. Probably not enough to be in the top 10, but uh, Eugenio Derbez, who is the male lead, uh, he had a couple, he's had a couple smaller hits in the U.S. making Spanish uh, language movies. So maybe this will be his yeah. crossover hit. I I'm I'm in the appalled camp because I love the original, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, remakes of that sort usually don't make a lot of money, so I think the the sort of making it uh, for a new demographic might help it make a little more money than it would have otherwise. I mean, and the other oh sorry, go ahead. I, I if I was gonna make a remake of of Overboard. I would cast Kate Hudson. Why not? If you're, <laughs> that just right. makes sense. Why not cast yeah. Goldion's daughter to play Goldion? But <laughs> what do I know? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other one in a similar vein is a movie that's coming out in late August. So that's why I'm a little hesitant to predict it to make a lot of money because it's traditionally a rough month. It's called Crazy Rich Asians, and it's based on a oh. pretty popular novel and directed by John Chu. Uh, and it's got a cast that includes uh, Constance Wu, who's great on Great of the Boat, and, uh, you know, Michelle Yeoh, Aquafina, oh. Ken Jeong are in the movie. And it's sort of a bit of a romantic comedy um, set in the world of millionaire Asians. Um, and I think it could be, it could be a big hit. Oh, and it's definitely it. an underserved audience. Um, so and I'm excited for the movie. It it sounds like it could be really good. Hmm. I haven't even heard of that. So that sounds really interesting. I tell you, uh, I'm really too. I'm excited for. I don't think that there'll be huge hits, but uh, I'm excited for the writer, which uh, is a little mm-hmm. indie that I think looks really good. And yeah. I'm also excited to see. And uh, I saw it at Sundance. But I'm excited for a movie called Leave No Trace, which was my favorite movie at Sundance. It comes right. out in June. I highly recommend putting that on your list. Deborah Granick uh, did mm-hmm. Walker's Bone, which was so good, in my opinion. And uh, I loved Leave No Trace. So definitely put that on your schedule. I, I thought it was just great. Uh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I'll have to look into that. Um, yeah. yeah. I think so. there, there will be good movies out this summer they just might not be the biggest movies yeah um yeah i've heard nothing but great things about uh, the writer so i'm excited for that yeah um and a bunch of other movies out of sundance that are going to premiere in the in the summer uh madeline's madeline i heard great things about sorry mm-hmm. to bother you there'll be ones that are will will su- there's always there's always a surprise that's why i felt so boring in my list but i don't know it just seemed like the picks so yeah so let's go over our top 10 real real quick so i have avengers infinity war at number one incredibles 2 at number two uh jurassic world fallen kingdom at three han solo at four or solo at four deadpool 2 at five ant-man and the wasp at six uh mission impossible fallout at seven Hotel Transylvania 3 at 8, 
uh, skyscraper at nine and oceans eight at 10. So yeah. yeah. Very go. similar list for me. Um, we just have one difference and yeah. you know, we're different in the, in the lineup. I mean the order, but it's the same movies basically. Yeah. My list is number one, Incredibles two, number two, Avengers infinity war, number three, solo star Wars story. Number four, Deadpool 2. Number five, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Number six, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Number seven, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number eight, Ocean's 8. Number nine, Hotel Transylvania 3. And number 10, Disney's Christopher Robin. Good list. Really good list. So let's hope. Let's hope that... uh that Christopher Robin defeats Skyscraper. I would be more than happy if that, if that ends up being the case. <laughs> so great. Well, thanks so much for doing this. This is a lot of fun and uh, we will definitely do a recap at the end of the summer and, uh, and let you all know uh, how wrong we were in our crazy picks. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> and since we have such similar lists, this time we'll be wrong in the same way. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Where uh, we'll uh, uh, we'll assage our uh, our sad list, uh, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully there there will be some surprises. But but anyway, uh, so thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Thank you. Fun and and uh, how can people find you? How can people reach you? Um, so you can find me on Twitter most of the time, and that's at Coco Hits NY. And you can also. Uh, follow my blog which is cocohitsny.wordpress.com great and you can find me at rachel's reviews on itunes and youtube and uh yeah let us know what your top 10 lists are put it in the comment section and or on twitter uh you can tweet out to us your top 10 list and uh, let's let's compare and contrast or and let us know what you think might be the surprise breakout hit of the summer that would be a lot of fun. So thanks again. And uh, we will, uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah. See you soon. <laughs> Bye.